you know what? Let, let's just make this another show called like dudes or something. Dudes or something. That's the name of the show. I'm just going to generally be quiet because now that you don't have your own echo to hear when you're editing, <laughs> it'll be really fun to sync my track. That's right. He could have said this 20 minutes ago. That's, that's, uh, that really is what I was using to sync my track. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, should like, have you take the headphones and cover the mic and then I'll clap. And then that will be the fancy, uh, clapboard method of syncing. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yes. We definitely need video of that. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Also, for our audience, uh, you should know that this is probably, uh, well, I think this is part four of a two-part episode, number 402Z, (laughs) or Z, as they say in the States. Right, yeah. (laughs) I probably should have just started taking those, the the two first episodes that we did and cut them at a half an hour, just like abruptly, even if we were in the middle of a word, just like, zoop. And then to be continued on. <laughs> yeah, then we'd have like a huge like library already. We'd be yeah, we would. Season. We'd have like eight. <laughs> we'd have like eight episodes by now. <laughs> it would be sweet, and then Fox could cancel us. Yes, it would be perfect. We could. Um, I think it would be fun. Maybe like there should be like a plug-in for Adobe Audition. Where it just says, I'm going to go ahead and take all your audio files and scramble them together. (laughs) (laughs) This is the lost edition of our podcast, Montreal Sauce. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. Halfway through, you're on a plane. Then you're in uh, some other, you're on some other continent. Uh, You're being chased by a bear. No, it's a polar bear. (laughs) And then uh, it turns out everybody was dead. Yeah, I had to... Um, Sorry if I just spoiled Lost for for basically everybody. Well, I'd, I'd never seen it. I, I s- oh, tried okay. to watch it a couple times, and um, I was really into this whole smoke monster thing, but that was about it. And then <laughs> I lost interest in the show, but uh, that, I figured real, that was... The real title of it. That was a better ep- uh, reference, I figured, than um, Alias, because probably no one remembers that show. And I didn't actually oh, watch sure. much of that either, but uh, I had a friend of a friend, you know how that works, mm-hmm. um, who supposedly did some production on the show. And like for one of the later seasons, they said like they literally like the writers just took like everything they had written, threw it on the floor and mixed it up hmm. and put it back together. So it was like, I'm assuming there was a lot of flashbacks and confusion in that season. Right. Just to make right. things more lively or something like that. Where are they going <laughs> with this? Even they don't know. Right, right. <laughs> that would be funny if they didn't even like choose to read through how it ended up getting shuffled together. They just like <laughs> handed off to the script supervisor, like, go shoot that episode. Have fun. <laughs> what? Yeah, speaking of shows, lots of shows uh, starting and lots of shows ended. Yes, yes. So um, yeah, um, what have you gotten into? I, I um, if anything, the last 
two seasons of uh, Dexter kind of lost me, but I'm one of those people who likes to see things through, you know, even mm-hmm. even when they make like, uh, you know, like horrible sequels, I have to see like how they continue. Like one of my biggest mistakes in my life that I ever made was to watch the Final Destination movie because then I had to watch all five of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I just have to know. So I watched uh, the ending of Dexter, and um, in that case, if anybody watches that show still, um, because Breaking Bad seems to take all their their glory, but uh, sure, yeah, the end of Dexter, <laughs> I really felt like the writers kind of copped out. I guess that's my comment on that, without spoiling too much. But they sort of just said, "Hey, look at all these things happening to Dexter. Hey, <laughs> we're not going to change a thing because we don't want you to be mad at us. We're not going to." kill him we're not gonna make him live we're not gonna, you know it was just right you were just sort of right. it was weird huh yeah and then breaking bad i thought the ending of that was quite good okay I think it was everything i wanted from the show so well um like a good uh netflix person now that it has ended i can safely begin watching it um so i've not uh i've not seen breaking bad yet although i do like um, the actor that plays the main character. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting into that. Yeah, I, he's uh, quite good in that show. And yeah, 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 cool. Uh, I just realized that I have a fan on, and I have no idea if, if it is going to be audible or not. But I'm going to go quick, flip it off a second. All right, I'll Little entertain momentum. everyone with the Perfect. song and dance. <laughs> I will describe the scene. Oh, we still heard your audio. It was amazing. All right. Or at least I did. That's, that's, should be quieter. I was going to describe the room, but, uh, (laughs) there's boxes (laughs) Uh, and there's also, um, some kind of a cork board with nothing on it. I was like, wow, you are so. Like, you must live in that room to be able to describe it so well. And then I realize you're looking at the picture in Skype. <laughs> right. Because I'm a moron. Oh, uh, yeah. The picture in the picture. Picture in picture. Whoa. So, yeah. Um, Breaking Bad. Uh, the only thing I'll say that I, I didn't like <laughs> is I am not a fan of uh, flashbacks or flash forwards. I think that's a cheap way to tell a story to create okay. you know it just bothers okay. me sure and they started out the beginning of like this season which you know now we have to split seasons into halves mm-hmm. so this was like a year ago or whenever they started out the season with like the sort of flash forward scene and like the whole right. time i'm watching the breaking bad season when it just started like a month ago i'm like okay but does anyone remember that scene because like <laughs> he had hair and things like what's going on like yeah. get get to that point. Right. <laughs> so that kind of bothered me a lot. But uh yeah. And um I just finished watching the second episode despite my reservations. Um thought I'd give it a second chance of mm-hmm. Agents of Shield. Ah. I have seen the first episode. I have not yet seen the second episode. Yeah. So 
personally, um, I know that people think that uh, the director is like Joss Whedon is like amazing, and I I enjoy many of his shows, and mm-hmm. some are just not my cup of tea. Um, I don't like warm drinks anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I think. Whoever your favorite director is, if it's, uh, you know, Michael Bay or Steven Spielberg, I don't care who you put in front of this project or behind it, I guess I should say. I don't think you can go anywhere because of sort of like the lack of subject matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got something so closely related to the Marvel Universe, but yet, you know, they could never afford to have Captain America on their show. (laughs) So now you have like this sort of ancillary plots like, oh, Captain America was just in town. And also we found this guy who's able to like level levitate cheesecloth. That's all he can do, though, (laughs) because he's not an actual character in the universe. So we don't have to pay for the copyright to use. Sure. Right. You know, so yeah. I think this show is sort of doomed to start, but that's just my <laughs> opinion. Um, I mean, you look at, I was never, I kind of got into like reruns on the CW, but I was never a Smallville fan, but I believe that mm-hmm. was like one of their big things was like, this is Clark Kent. This is just some kid in Smallville. Like they never use the right. logo. They never right. say he's Superman because sure. they don't want to pay for it. Right. Which is really interesting in our vert- vertically integrated uh, companies like ABC is <laughs> showing the show. They're owned by Disney, who also owns Marvel. So couldn't they just throw him a bone and say, hey, would you like to use him in an episode? No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, supposedly that's the that's the story behind, uh, I, I think, probably something that's on your 2015 list, if it's not on the 2014 list, is a sequel to... Um, the more the most recent rendition of spider-man and um the story that i've read behind that and i'm i'm not certain if this is entirely accurate but the the story that i've read behind that is that um there's some kind of a deal where um it's kind of time sensitive and i think it's 20th century fox but it could be sony i guess um has half a share of rights to the spider-man to the amazing spider-man or whatever some division of the spider-man uh empire and so they have to continue making movies and if they don't continue making movies even if the thing they're going to forfeit their uh, ownership of that component of the franchise and then the other group can take it or you know or something it's something to that effect and it's (laughs) the vertically integrated thing is like Every once in a while, you have like a weird, um, a weird situation like that where somehow some property gets dual owned by two entities because somebody has rights to the comic book character, but somebody has rights to a video likeness, and they have to collaborate every time anything is produced, and it just gets weird and complicated. No, I, I, I yeah, you're right on with that. I forgot about that little sort of thing that. Uh Spider-Man is owned by, currently the rights are owned by someone else. That is uh, that is kind of a funny thing. And I'm assuming the way you described it, it must just be like a lot of these uh, drugs that are out there, right? Like they change the <laughs> ingredient ever so more, a little yeah. bit, or the yeah, amount, so sure. then they can make their copyright last longer, so there's no generic <laughs> substitute for it. Right, right. So, 
Well, uh, we foiled them all by taking Spider-Man and painting a Mickey Mouse on the front of him, and now he will be forever copyright. <laughs> copyright Disney, he's owned. That's he's it. Up. We're done. Oh, <laughs> well, we can go back to awful voices that Chris can't do. Another segment of the show. <laughs> Another segment of the I'll, show. I'll do the Mickey Mouse that I can't do. Do the Mickey Especially Mouse. with my throat so dry. Like. We'll follow that up with... Now here's something people in we hope you really like. Yes. <laughs> That's what go. I was going to Google. <laughs> I need more Canadians. I just know Corey Hart. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. I need to get a bell. I need to get the... Uh, um, I don't know if you listen to Back to Work, but there's a, anytime there's a zinger, uh, Merlin, Merlin hits the bell. I, I enjoy nice. that. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I was going to, I'll save that discussion for later, but yeah, I thought, oh, we do need some sort of like trademark silliness in Montreal. (laughs) Yeah, we do. I did get a lot of questions like, so why is it called Montreal sauce? And at this point, I just need to start making it up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't, well, there's like 20 episodes of another podcast that we did. And in the very last one, we talked about Montreal sauce for like 30 seconds. And it's right at the beginning, like right when you turned on the recording. (laughs) So it's jokes about Montreal sauce, but the origin is still hidden until someone (laughs) hypnotizes me and I remember the day perfectly. Right, right. Yeah. It must have been something about ordering a steak or something like that. I do believe that it was... That's my. That's what I ascertain when I listen to the podcast for like the thirtieth time. Like, yeah, yeah, that it was a listed ingredient on a dish in the menu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something I believe, like that. Yeah. I believe that's what it was. But then it sounds so silly when people ask me why is the podcast called Montreal Sauce. So it sounds even sillier for me to think that somewhere someone has decided decided to make a dish and call something Montreal Sauce. <laughs> Ah, uh, anyway. Right. Yeah. So I'll I'll try to bring us back to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. Um, maybe. I don't really know if I have that much to say about it, except I saw the first episode and it was, it was okay. Um, my feeling was it's another, you know, it's another Alphas or another Heroes. It just happens to be set in the Marvel Universe. Um, so we may occasionally get a really great cameo. Um, and the first, the first episode had a couple of shots in it that were like, okay, they're trying to show that this is, you know, this is a small facet of a really big world. Um, but it's, they, I just don't think they can pull off the, the cinematic nature to make the TV series go along with the movies and for them to keep a back and forth going. Right. And I mean, that's, you mentioned that uh, it made me think, oh yeah, that's another one of my sort of uh, things that I think is more frustrating than helpful is when you do a show like this, then like, they're just sort of name dropping, right? Like, (laughs) like I borrowed this from Stark Industries, Tony Stark, let us have it. You know, it's like, okay, well, don't even do that. You know what? Let's just make this another show called like Dudes or something. Dudes or something. That's the name of the show. 
and I bet it will be more successful than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it could be the same script and the same actors. But now we don't have all this pressure of like, hey, maybe the Hulk will run by in an episode, you know? like No problem, Agent Molson. <laughs> Brought to you by Molson. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's my, there we that's go. Our, that's the new mem Montreal sauce created. We're gonna get screen caps of Agent Colson and like put Molson logo on him. Agent Molson. <laughs> Agent Molson. Uh his first name is Agent. Um, <laughs> Agent Molson versus Agent Smith. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah. It it almost because everything reminds me of Star Trek in some way or another. Um, <laughs> and this is actually kind of a relevant one. So there was a while there where, um, you know, Deep Space Nine was on and Voyager was on at the same time, which was weird in and of itself, but they happened so geographically, geographically, galactically far apart that there was never really, there was never any crossover beyond, say, the first episode. And then, um, at the same time, you had next generation movies being produced. Um, and so there were, I think there were two movies that were on at the same time that uh, the Wharf, the Lieutenant Wharf uh, character, was still on Deep Space Nine, but they had to like craft some kind of an excuse for him to suddenly be on the Enterprise. Um, and then he would show up at the very – just like within five minutes of the beginning of the movie, it would be like, and we've beamed Worf aboard from the Defiant because the Defiant is adrift because thing <laughs> happened. Um, and, then, and then I think the very next movie, that one was like, okay, that seems plausible. There was a huge battle. They were both there. That works. The, the next one, there was no pretense of it whatsoever it was just like lieutenant wharf what are you doing here and he says something about i'm dropping somebody off and then he's just on the ship <laughs> for the rest of the movie he happens to be there perfect it's uh and it's the it's the same kind of a thing like you have this great cinematic budget for the star trek the next generation movies none of which were really all that great save maybe first contact. I don't think any of the other ones were like amazing movies. Um, and yet the, the strength of the characters and the way that those are shot. And then you go back to deep space nine, which in my opinion, at least is probably the best of all of the TV series in terms of creating interesting story arcs. Um, probably not surprisingly produced, uh, at least in part by Ronald D. Moore, who went on to do um, Battlestar Galactica and do kind of interesting stuff there. So, um, and yet the two can't really hold up together uh, or next to each other. And they're just doing this weird, like, callback. Hey, Worf, how's right. it going? Oh, <laughs> and don't, don't worry. We know the Defiance adrift, uh, <laughs> but it didn't blow up. It's fine. You'll be able to fly it back to Deep Space Nine at the end of the movie. <laughs> so that you can make it to studio nine and shoot your next episode so. yeah we've discussed this before definitely i'm not uh deep space nine is like my least favorite show it's <laughs> but uh i think so I, my favorite interview is the one with uh right kate mulgrew 
That's your least favorite. My favorite episode, or my favorite of the series is Deep Space Nine. That's your least favorite. That's no, fun. usually I have to do these things just to be like the devil's advocate. But in these cases, it's just In these not. cases, we're just opposites. Yeah. I mean, I thought also uh, when Deep Space Nine came out, I was what, like 20 years older than you. So <laughs> at this point, I was trying to get some sort of life together. So I didn't have time to immerse myself in the show. I was just like, where's data? Right. I like data. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But... It's funny because I was going to tell you like one of the most successful uh, show, movie, back to show kind of things I've ever seen. I was going to explain that it was Transformers when I was a kid. But uh, then I realized I probably remember that so vividly because I think I should have to, I need to look at a timeline. I think G.I. Joe, no, I think Transformers had their movie first actually so transformers is like this great awesome cartoon in the 80s and you're watching (laughs) it and then they're like here's a movie bam and then every kid like who went and saw the movie is like that's the greatest movie in the universe because the robots swear right right said you know they said darn or something um (laughs) and uh then darn you megatron yeah then the next episode comes out on the TV the next season. And one of the episodes is there's like this black monolith type of a ship flying around space. And it's just uh, a monument to the war that's in the movie. Mm. And so they have characters that died in the movie that are no longer on the TV show. Wow. And then they have like Optimus Prime, who I believe, sorry, spoiler, but I think he died in the movie as well. Hmm. And so there's this whole like story arc where they end up putting like the Matrix back into Optimus and he saves everybody. Sure. But then yeah. um, he, I think when he saves everyone, he dies again and they put him back on the ship or something. <laughs> who knows? But uh, I was like, wow, that was like seamless, you know? Yeah, And then the G.I. Joe cartoon in the 80s, they came out with a movie, and I'm pretty sure it was after the Transformer <laughs> one. And they were like, yeah, yes. we got a movie too. Yeah. And so the bad guys, with the, With the famous line, I was once a man <laughs> at the end, which was awesome. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do it. Do so, it. But the bad guys, Cobra's like, Hey, we've got new allies in the movie. There's like a whole world of underground weird creatures and they're our friends and they're going to help us destroy G.I. Joe. So they introduce like all these weird characters and it's <laughs> it's like this organic world. So like the bad guys uh, ride on the back of like flying dinosaur creature things or bugs sure. and things. And then like the next season a G.I. Joe comes out on TV and like, yeah, we're, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> those characters didn't exist and you're like what what just happened yeah it was obviously two different teams right right but yeah that was uh that's my uh most awesome transition from tv to movie and then worst yeah there you go and then you have then you have ones that are just completely completely separate um, the one <laughs> yeah. that the one that I remember from my childhood is um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course. So oh, yes. you had the, you had the actual cartoon, 
which has gone on to have like 30 different iterations. It's kind of like Power Rangers. It just, they just put a different adjective on the front and, yeah. or Transformers for that matter. Yeah. And they, they just put a different adjective on the front and now, um, they have an excuse to, to do it slightly differently with a different animation style or whatever. But, um, I can remember when that movie, uh, the movie version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out and I saw it, uh, at, uh, good old studio 28. Um, <laughs> I believe in theater one actually. Um, and, uh, I would say it's actually a reasonably decent movie for what you think you would get, you were, you're going to get. Um, but it has no, it has nothing to do with the cartoon. It's, it's, um, it's sort of the same story. I mean, it's an origin story. It's, it's sort of like comic book in with, that sense. Um, with a different it, origin too. Yeah. With a slightly different origin. Yep. Um, but it doesn't, the story isn't carrying over from one to the other. There's actually <laughs> a number of things that are just completely absent from the movie, probably to make it a little more believable since it's a real life, uh, and not an animated feature. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That I would agree. Like that was a pretty decent effort. And then you get to part two and you've got the little ice and go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja. Go. Yeah. It didn't, um, they didn't, they didn't keep their high standards or integrity in that transition. No. Did they, I guess that's what happens when you have one of the Corys in your movie, even if he is just a voice. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. I think at one point I had that song somewhere. Vanilla Ice, he's quite the artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's had such an interesting career. I mean, he goes from like, I'm a, uh, I'm a hardcore rapper from the Miami scene to he disappears and he's on some reality TV shows and he doesn't want anyone to call him Vanilla Ice. Right. Then right. he's all of a sudden he's like singing like metal songs or some, sorry, <laughs> those of you that listen, but he got sure. away from rap into some sort of other iteration with lots of heavy metal music. And then all of a sudden he's on like one of those home and garden television channels and he was flipping <laughs> houses and yeah. uh, me and my friend used to watch that all the time because it was just so funny because he he was so good at it. He was like your perfect, like any kind of host you've seen on a home makeover show, he was like doing it. He's sure. like, we're going to put new tile in the kitchen. We're going to take this wall. We're going to do this and it's going to be beautiful. And then he would work with the guys and then it would be done. And like the whole time you're like, that's vanilla ice. <laughs> right. Like, right. I bet even like the camera guys were just like, just sing it once, will you? <laughs> right. He's like, guys, 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 you know what this refrigerator needs? Ice, <laughs> ice maker. <laughs> and he just walks away. That's doesn't it doesn't even work. I apologize. No, no, no it works. I, I, I like I like it if we just change it a bit so that like people put him in situations to get him to say it. You know, like, hey, Vanilla, would you hold my newborn, please? <laughs> Just so they could, like, edit it together and get him to say Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> right. Putting right. him in all these weird situations. Oh, but back to uh, TV, I was going to sure. say. Um, well, actually, Netflix, because you had mentioned it. But I think during the last episode, I, I said that uh, 
I promise I don't actually work for Netflix because I brought them up so much. Um, so this episode <laughs> in the show notes, I'm going to leave my bank login information so that our 17 viewers or listeners can actually see that I don't have any income coming from Netflix. And I trust um, then they then they can trust what I'm saying is true. And then I trust that they won't take the $18 out of my account. Sure. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you mentioned now you can watch Breaking Bad on Netflix. And uh, I, I was thinking about it recently. And uh, I said, it's an interesting new phenomenon, I think, is Netflix producing its own shows. Because yeah. The House of Cards was pretty well accepted. I didn't actually watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I've had my fill of political shows, so I just couldn't get into it. And then that <laughs> Hemlock Grove was not as well received, I don't think. At least I didn't like it, and I read some stuff similar. But uh, obviously Arrested Development's a continuing show, mm-hmm. so they had a built-in audience. But uh, this Orange is the New Black show is pretty good so far. I'm like 10 to 11 episodes in. But uh, I just what I find interesting is that um, when reviews come out and critiques come out, they look at a premiere or a first episode like you and I did with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they say, oh, wow, this is going to be a great show or, uh-oh, they need some work. But when it comes to these Netflix shows, since they're releasing them all together, you get to look at the whole picture, you know? It's not like your professor grading you on, like, your first paragraph. There, He's reading the whole paper. And yeah. so I, yeah. I find that really interesting. I would love to see, like, HBO or Showtime. Like, a, if I was a programming exec, I would want to just release, like, a whole show, like, back-to-back over, like, a week at the same right. time every night just to yeah. see what the ratings would be like. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, I would think that's kind of the thing is if you – we live in this like crazy social media world now where someone says, oh my gosh, Breaking Bad was awesome. Everyone else is yeah, like, yeah. don't tell me. Right. So now when you release a show and you can watch all 13 episodes, people are like devouring it. You know, it's not. Right. Yeah. And you know, there's so many of those things that happen in our shows. Like you and I, I think have discussed it. Or I know I have with other people too, is filler episodes like in Doctor Who or... Battlestar Galactica, you have those filler episodes where they just give you a smidget of the plot that we're doing this season, but then we're going to go ahead and do something off topic. And in this, in like the Netflix kind of situation, even if you do something like that because you want to string something out, I'm going to find out in the next hour because I'm sitting down to watch two or three episodes at a time, you know? It's not like... Yeah, right. So it's not as annoying, so... I'm really interested to see where that goes. Yeah, I um, I watched the first episode of House of Cards, um, which I thought was good. Kevin Spacey um, was really good in it. Um, I haven't watched more than that yet because um, I don't get a lot of time to just kind of watch shows that I really am the only person interested in in the right. household. And uh, and Teeny's Teeny's not a political. We tried to watch uh, West Wing once, and I kind of got her to tune in through like maybe a season and a half, and then she was kind of like, uh, "This is just—it's just talking about politics at this point, and I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's—it's it's one of those like I don't—I don't want what they, um, whatever the politics of the show are, to um, you know, to 
annoy me, even if it's topical or, or whatever. It's kind of like I've, I've met people who don't like, um, there's a, there's a, um, movie called, um, the American president, which I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, but usually when I talk to people about it, um, they kind of go, yeah, I just don't like the politics of that movie. I mean, it's good people, they're good in it, but I don't agree with what they're, you know, what their th- what their stances are on things. And if that ruins it for you, it's one of those things where it's like a lot of people think Wag the Dog is awesome and a lot of people right. don't, right? Just because I can't grok it. So, or I yeah. can't get past, that's where my suspension of disbelief comes in because I don't agree with whatever is being, even if it's not being preached about, I don't need, you touched on it and I don't agree with it and I can't get past that part of it. That's why Star Trek and all those sci-fi shows are so awesome, right? Because you're not you're dealing with everyday events, but you've got them in this wrapper. Oh, that's yeah. not about us. So it's yeah, little, yeah, you've got this safety valve. Like, your willing yeah. suspension of disbelief is like, wait, that guy has a ridged forehead. <laughs> I guess I can believe that this political idea is true. <laughs> yeah, right. So right. So anyway, yeah, I we have to get into Orange is the New Black because I've heard a, a, that a lot, um, that people are into it, get into it. So It's interesting. I was discussing it with uh, my friend uh, Christian last night in New York, and he had said, he's like, it was, it was good. And then, um, of course, uh, we were chatting, so I don't exactly know if that's how he sounded. I'm <laughs> substituting emotions. Sure. Uh, but he was like, it was good while I was watching it. That's what he said. And he's like, after a while, though, I don't know. And I, I was like, wow, I know exactly what he's saying because, like I had kind of mentioned before, you're in the story and then the episode sure. ends and you're sure. on Netflix. And yeah. You're like, I'm going to go ahead and hit the next episode and find out what happens. Yeah. But then, like, when I, <laughs> I sat, talked to him about it, I was like, yeah, it's all right, a show, isn't it? I guess it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. So, have you watched, um, have you seen much of Portlandia at all? Yes. Um, the first season I watched, and then I don't know how many seasons they have left. Are they, are they on three now? Like, I yeah, kind I don't of know. missed it. So, that is, I think that that's one of those shows where yes. they produce seasons, but they're not they're not lined up with any kind of actual season or year or calendar. It's just kind of like, eh, now we're making new shows again that I guess that might change. Cause I think Fred Armisen is not on Saturday night live anymore or is leaving Saturday night live. I can't remember. You could be right. Um, so maybe he'll have more time to do other things. And that would be one of those other things that he might do more of, which would be cool. Um, but I, I specifically mentioned that because they have the, um, the um, Battlestar Galactica sketch. Oh, yeah. That uh, sketch is great. Which, yeah, it's a great sketch, but I think it epitomizes that. It epitomizes that feeling of, like, we have to watch all of it. We yes. have to keep watching it and keep watching it. Um, and then um, this it doesn't happen in the sketch where they go, oh, that wasn't, you know, at the end, they're not like, that wasn't that great. It's just like, we have to write, we have to get them to write more. Um, so it's the opposite. Like now they're completely obsessed with it and they can't escape it mentally anymore. <laughs> um, 
Whereas I think after watching Battlestar Galactica, I could watch probably like the miniseries that intros it and maybe the first season, second season. I don't really need to watch a lot of the rest of it because it has all those filler episodes. And I don't know the, there's not, there aren't, it's that, it's that careful balance of there's not enough mystery anymore. And then is there, you know, they're trying to get me reinterested in the, there are five more, you know, thing right. at the end of the yeah. last season. And it's just like, eh, it's just not, you know, it's not working. feels like it doesn't work anymore. It's one of those things when I rewatched it with my wife, like uh, I had those moments when I was on Netflix going, ah, if she wasn't sitting right here, I'd totally skip this episode because I want to <laughs> get on to this episode because I really like it. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, there were those episodes that I'm watching with her and I'm like, I don't remember what happens here. Yeah, like I, yeah, I know yeah, the yeah. important bits, like who's a Cylon and who's not. But then, <laughs> right, like these yeah. other things, I'm like, I don't remember. And of course, it would always be that like moment, like 15 seconds before it happened, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and my yeah. wife's like, what? Right. Oh my gosh, something's going to happen. She's like <laughs> holding on to the chair. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, that was my, um, one of the goals I would always have for myself, like over Christmas break was to try to remember my locker combination because I couldn't. It was one of those things where like when I touched my locker, all of a sudden it would be in my head, but otherwise I couldn't yeah. just tell you what it was. <laughs> yeah, so That's the yep. same sort of feeling with uh, Battlestar Galactica when I rewatched it, but you're right. I have to tell you since we're talking BSG and I'll make a terrible... <laughs> I will make a, a terrible... Uh, what, what is this... Uh, a confession. Can't even think of the word. Okay. I'll make a confession. When I was younger, right, I wasn't even that young, and uh, <laughs> the Matrix movie came out, one of the things that you were just like, it makes me sound like a horrible person actually, but sometimes I would like just turn it on and the Matrix on and flip to the scene at the end when he walks into the building with all the guns to go save <laughs> Morpheus. Yeah. yeah. Cause that scene is just like, wow. Yeah. You know? Right. And, uh, so that's when I was younger. And then with Battlestar Galactica, I have to say, I've probably seen the scene. Uh Oh, spoilers where, uh, <laughs> where they go to get everyone off a of new Caprica. I've probably seen that, that whole like little event, like action sequence. Sure. More than any other part of that show, because I just love it when he like, jumps the galactica into the atmosphere <laughs> yeah 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 it's a lot of adrenaline going on there just for me watching i'm like whoa you can't yeah. do that right everyone's on their ship going he can't do this and all the pilots and the vipers going out of the tubes that are now on fire are like this is crazy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so that's my little confession is like I used to sometimes flip that scene on and go, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do that with uh, the Avengers movie. I just keep like bringing it back up and it's kind of like, there's nothing, there's nothing here dramatically. That's all that. That's all that great. But it's so well, like all of those action scenes are just well put together and it's fun to watch them. Um, 
there's a there's um you get a you get a sense of grandeur from some of them. Now, if you watch it thirty times like I have, that starts to wear off a little bit, and then you have to move on to something else. But um, so You're now right. I move, I've moved on to Star Trek Into Darkness since I have that now too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that out? Yeah, that's out. Wow. Yeah. Um, Blu-ray. Yeah, so I, I agree with you that the, that movie Avengers has some great scenes, and then like after you've seen the movie and you're like sit down and you have coffee if you so desire with your <laughs> friends, you talk about how much fun the movie was, and then the next day you call each other and you say, "Wait, what happened?" You know, after you start to like, you're away from the fun for a while. You're just like, yeah. So then just all the bad guys just fell over dead. Okay. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) right, right, right. Yeah, it's a little weird. And and then you're like, wait, why were all the bad guys there? Were they just going to take the plant? Like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's, it's really. Yeah, it's kind of right. funny. But you're like you said, they they did such a good job making the movie that you don't ask like a lot of these questions. Yeah, you don't later. think about a lot of that. It's a like lot of that stuff. It's like Avatar. There's a there's a um, I think it's called the editing room or something. I'll find the link uh, for the show notes. But there's a website where they write rewrite scripts like for these popular movies, and Avatar was one of my favorite ones because like. You know, everyone loves that movie, and I'm sorry if uh, I offend anyone, but uh, me and my friends, like, we kind of laughed during a lot of the movie, especially near mm-hmm. the end when the typical army guy, stereotypical yes. army guy yes. is in his mech suit, and he pulls a knife. Like, his mech has a knife as a weapon. Right. It's just, yeah. we, just, we giggled out loud, and people looked at us like we were, like, high or drunk or something like that. <laughs> we're like, this is silly, people. <laughs> Yeah, but but anyway, yeah. that again, that's one of those movies where you're so wrapped up in it, like if you're not thinking about it until later. But the this uh, website there, they make these scripts up. It was so funny, like they're flying around the planet when he first gets there, and uh, or maybe it's the scene when he's flying on the animal's back or whatever. Anyway, like they fly by some of these rocks that are just floating and water is dripping off of them. Like they're huge rocks, of course, like, but they're dripping water down onto the actual planet. And then like, he's like, so wait, so there's gravity pulling the water down to the planet, but why is that rock just hovering above the planet? (laughs) So they're like asking these questions and I'm like, yeah, Oh yeah. yeah, that's really stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll have to find that site. They have some really good scripts. Yeah. Yeah. They make fun of movies. So yeah. Oh, speaking of movies and uh what uh not I because I'm a moron um and a man, those two might go hand in hand. <laughs> uh when I moved to Canada I shipped my subwoofer in my speakers here and paid a lot for that and everyone's like you're an idiot just buy new stuff and while i uh, agree with uh, their sentiment i was also thinking now i am a husband and i will never have that much money like i did as a single man to buy really radical speakers sure 
And also, I live in a condo, so there's someone below me who probably hates my subwoofer that I moved here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just there's a lot of old people in the building, so I'm just assuming they don't have their hearing aids in. Um, sure, sure. But I I did leave my receiver in uh, the states because it uh, had seen many years and um, had sort of a tick that every now and then it would just start randomly buzzing. Okay. Um, so I had to buy a new receiver, and I did some research, and I got uh, this uh, really cool receiver. Uh, what is it, Ankyo or whatever? Is that the name mm-hmm. of the company? And mm-hmm. um, they had what, uh, you know, it's one of those things where when you buy something, you're like, I have to get the best, right? Like, Right, of course. And do I need the best? No, come on. But <laughs> right, right. So I didn't, I didn't choose seven point one because I came in fit five speakers in a room. Come on. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I did get curious about the network receiver. So the receiver that I found was like sort of one of the lower end because usually the network ones are like seven hundred bucks or something. It's crazy. Sure. Yeah. But I bought like uh, on the low end, and so it has Ethernet. I haven't tried it out yet because. Um, we're actually planning to make this computer room into a media room in the future when I am working and have money. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move everything into here and maybe not have a TV in the living room because we don't have cable and watch too much TV except for Netflix. So, well, we, that's we, <laughs> like I am jobless, so I'm doing all these show reviews on Montreal sauce. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, this receiver, uh, I felt like an old person when I got this receiver because I am here on this show talking about technology every now and then. And typically um, we should really call my series like a guy who knows nothing on the bleeding edge of development because I, <laughs> I really don't know a lot. But uh, the receiver made me feel like an old person because, um, you know, there's old people like when they see you do something with your iPhone, they're just like, wait, you can do that? You know, like make right. a phone call. They're freaking out because there's sure. no wire. Yeah. And so my receiver, <laughs> I I wanted my Sony PlayStation 3 remote to control the receiver. So it would just control the volume and I wouldn't have to sure. mess with it. Yep. And Sony in their infinite wisdom is like, hey, you know what? Here's the list of receiver codes for this remote. And they're all Sony's. <laughs> they're like, we're not going to control <laughs> other brands. Buy a Sony, sucker. So, uh, <laughs> and only play movies produced by Sony on yeah. it as well. well. The other ones won't work. So I, I Google like my receiver and Sony PlayStation and it's not giving me the results I want. Instead, it's telling me that my receiver can control the PlayStation. And I'm like, no, it cannot <laughs> because my PlayStation remote is Bluetooth, buddy. Yeah. My receiver remote's not Bluetooth. I did not know there is this magical component control through HDMI. Oh, yes. It's amazing magic to me. That's why I felt like an old person. Like, this cannot be happening right now. Right. But you just have to go on the... things talking to each other? I was like, it doesn't make sense. Well, they are physically connected via cable. (laughs) Yeah. We had that conversation about Bluetooth battery life, and that remote is, like, pretty evil. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm just going to use this remote then because it's not Bluetooth. It might last a month, but uh, <laughs> it yeah, has it a, just it has a shot. 
it blew my mind. And so we started watching like Orange is the New Black. I'm like, my wife hasn't noticed, right? She doesn't care. And I'm just like staring at the remote instead of the show because I'm like, this should not be possible. And uh, and then I don't understand the, any of what just happened. <laughs> and then it ends. The episode ends, and Netflix is like, "Hey, we're going to help you with your addiction." And in 20 seconds, we're going to start the next episode. And my of wife's course. like, yeah. "Okay, it's time for bed." I'm like, "Yeah." And then I realize that my remote for my receiver does not have a circle, triangle, and square button like the PlayStation remote. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, how does me get back? Oh no, next episode is starting. Like, <laughs> so the buttons do work. They, I just, I may because I am an old person have to like stick an obnoxious sticker on it. Yeah, because <laughs> I like, oh, this is square. Okay, I got you. Like, yeah. yeah. But that just blew my mind this week. I was like, how did you do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty groovy. Like, PlayStation is like, I will follow your command, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I had for a while, um, it, we had a setup uh, at the old house where uh, I have all Samsung TVs, strangely. And... Um, I had one of those kind of all-in-one, like it's not a fancy receiver, but it it will work as a receiver, 5.1 all-in-one kit kind of proprietary, which was also Samsung and could play Blu-rays. And for a while, that was our Netflix box because it had an it had a Ethernet port on the back of it, so it could do um, it could do that as well. And that had that same kind of a feature, um, which it actually said in the manual, like we implemented the standard, but not all HDMI, HDMI um, devices obey the standard. So your mileage may vary on using the TV remote control with the receiver and the receiver remote control with the TV. Um, but since they both happen to be Samsung, they just both kind of always worked all the time, which was definitely, uh, which was definitely fun. Um, since then, I have also gotten myself an Ankyo um, receiver. I actually bought um, secondhand our mutual friend Paul's Ankyo receiver because he upgraded, I think, from 5.1 to 7.1. I can't remember if the one that I have is 7 or if he upgraded for the network thing specifically because I think mine might actually be a 7.1, but it does not have any kind of network on it. And... um since I had that and I, it didn't have, it wasn't new enough. It has HDMI on it, but it wasn't new enough that it knows how to control everything. Um, so it just, uh, I ended up getting one of those fancy Logitech Harmony remotes and programming the hell out of that so that it, um, it basically shows like it has a little touchscreen on the front and it says, watch TV or watch Apple TV or watch Blu-ray. And I tap that, I tap whichever one of those things I want to do. And it turns on all the appropriate devices and configures all the inputs. Um, not because I couldn't figure out how to do that, but mostly because I don't want everybody in the house to have to know how to do that. Um, and that part of it works um, brilliantly. So... Except for when somebody tries to get clever and it's like just kind of waving the remote around and not specifically pointing it at devices. Because it's not smart enough to know if the TV on command that it sent 
was actually heard by the TV, so it might think things that are on that aren't on because you didn't happen to be pointing at it while you were swinging the remote around like a laser sword. Um, but that's typically not a problem. That's typically not a problem. Yeah. I was trying to sync for you because apparently my oh, card thanks. was full. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Uh, I that guess was a I, good convenient. Uh, that was a good convenient spot while I was on a rant there to have to switch cards. I guess. Yes. Hopefully, I'm sorry. <laughs> I uh, I was paying attention. No, that's all right. I, I that is one of the things that mystified me too about this uh, receiver. It was like, oh, you're gonna go ahead and use that device. I will go ahead and set up all the inputs for you and switch over to what mode I need to be in because my other old right. receiver was not that smart. Yeah. Yeah, my old receiver was a Kenwood, and it was uh, uh, out of what is it? Wasn't those open box buys at like uh, probably Circuit City back in the uh, day? Ah, sure, yeah. So it was like yeah. a eight hundred dollar thing that I got for two hundred bucks, and it had this remote with like a screen on it, oh, like sure. a Harmony remote. It was crazy. It, it was kind of uh, insane. Mm-hmm. So I always liked it, but yeah, it had this strange buzzing thing, which I think was probably why the first person returned it. <laughs> <laughs> you jiggle the that connections in the back and then it would stop. Yeah. Yeah. The last time Perfect. I used it, I tied a string around all the speaker wires and then I tied it to like the end of like a key ring or something like that. And it just yeah. hung hung next yeah. to the receiver. Whenever it buzzed, I'd go over there and pull a string. <laughs> <laughs> That's my MacGyver. Nice. nice. That was that was what eventually happened to the uh, the Samsung all in one, you know, surround sound in a box kit. Is that? Um, and I've had two of those now, actually, and I I won't be purchasing a third. Um, and it happened with both of them where they still work. Like the 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 set top box piece of it still works fine. The receiver piece of it works fine, but the connectors for the speakers. Instead of giving you what would normally be on the back of a receiver, like little thumb screws that you screw in a wire and, and you get a nice tight connection, and if it's not tight, you can fix it, you can tighten it, um, they give you these proprietary little um, connectors that you just kind of push in the back. And they're they're convenient in the sense that they're color-coded, so it's kind of really easy to get them set up. But over time, the connections inside them are just not very high quality. And so I don't know if they corrode or if they just get loose from the cable hanging. And then all of a sudden you'll lose the center channel or you'll lose the right surround channel or something like that. And your only recourse is to do exactly the same thing, like reach around in the back and kind of jiggle that block of connectors until all the channels come back. Um, And... It doesn't take that happening very many times, especially if like guests are over and you're all watching something that you're having fun watching together. And then all of a sudden, you know, the left channel's gone and everybody's like, your TV sounds weird now. What's going on? (laughs) Uh, My setup is too fancy. So (laughs) decided to stop playing the left channel. Nice. (laughs) That speaker went into power saving mode because it's so green. Power save mode. 
So yeah. Yeah, I my problem is our, our living room here in the condo is like not square. It's not any sort of shape you've ever seen in elementary. So Okay, sure. Um where the TV <laughs> now is, I want it on a different wall, which is in the middle of the room. So how do I get cable there? Because I live in a condo, so I can't exactly run it across the floor or something like that or across the ceiling. Like, Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I can do those things. I can't run it under the floor, right? Because then I'd have to go to my neighbors. Yes. Um, <laughs> and they probably wouldn't like that. So, <laughs> Right. Uh, and then I'm just be- going to punch a hole in your ceiling here. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll paint the cable. You won't even see it. You won't see it. <laughs> I thought I would give you this clothesline so you can hang your clothes to dry. It's, yeah. It's yeah, greener that perfect. way than the dryer. That's right. And then where do I put the speakers? Because I can't have a square. Like, it's just really awkward. So that's when we decided, <laughs> let's make the media room. Okay, but that's probably... That's after I pay off my student loans, so I will have that set up in here like in 72 years. Okay. So, (laughs) yeah. We're right on the same schedule with our student loans, (laughs) it sounds like. (laughs) Despite when, you know, when we were both younger, you were 20 years older than me. Due to Einsteinian time dilation, I'm catching up, actually. You're only 18 years older than me now. (laughs) So... (laughs) Just sounds cool because you said Einsteinial. That's that's right, that's right. That's one for the nerds that are listening now. Uh, all the all of our all of our friends on uh, Cupcake.io <laughs> <laughs> who are listening now. Yeah, I joined. I joined this evening. Actually, oh wow! I don't know if you happen to see any of my. I don't know what you call them. Cupcakes. When you I, I quote unquote tweet. I think yeah. they're just post updates. Posts. Posts. Posts is probably what they really are, yeah. Because it started as tent, which actually makes sense that you would have a tent post. That's um, true. I just learned today, actually, that they're called, um, they call user, users tentlers like antlers. Tentlers? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know Interesting. why. Things are getting so, yeah, crazy got- there because whatever they're doing to the code below it, uh, they want to do more than just sort of status updates. So, Yeah, yeah. I was seeing that in some of the conversation. They're talking about how, you know, linking posts together in different ways as well as posting other types of metadata that depending on what client app you're using, um, it could be presented in different ways. Um, so it looks... It looks interesting. I'm trying to think of which iPhone client that I downloaded, which of course is broken um, because it hasn't updated to the um, yeah the 0.3 try on. So <clears throat> yeah, I was putting in my I was putting in my um, identity. Yeah, my identity, and it was like I can't find the service. So and I was like, that's probably what Chris was talking about last week. <laughs> So speaking of apps, since I think you're looking at your phone. I am looking at my phone. You should go to the App Store. Okay. And you should download an app (laughs) called Chirp. I was going to cover this on the show. Chirp. C-H-I-R-P. That's correct. Little yellow guy, I think. 
from Aminimal Systems. Yes. All right. So what install. What I am really digging about Chirp uh, is the simplicity. And the only downside is that you can't, at this point, they don't have a desktop client. But so what I do, and I think a lot of people do, or maybe you're not a big into it, but uh, because you have the <laughs> iCloud, but I sure. use Dropbox like a crazy person to transfer files between devices. And sure. that's what Chirp can do. And so I'm really impressed with it because, but it goes device to device and not to desktop yet. So even though I've had it okay. for two weeks, um, I haven't found much use of it to maybe send things to the tablet, but. Uh, but what I like about it is, the, like I said, the simplicity. It's ridiculous. So if Chirp is open, I just took a picture of Paul here on Skype. And okay. you have the app open, yes? I. It is still downloading. Oh, it is still downloading. Oh, I thought it, is I still it on your screen. Interesting. I am, uh, yeah. It is still downloading. Uh, because we are using some bandwidth talking right now. We are. We are using some <laughs> bandwidth talking right now. You can see the fancy... Oh, loading. Uh, iOS 7 loading indicator. It's that looks kind of like a pie. Yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah, it looks like Pac-Man a little bit. Yeah. Depends on what the color of the icon is underneath it. Whoop. And there we go. We are installed. So Chirp is a way to transfer files and links from devices. And there's a lot of apps that do this, but I just mm-hmm. like the way it does it. So okay. you have like a couple little like little yellow windows on your screen telling you like what things are for. Mm-hmm. If you tap yep. those and get rid of them. Okay. So now I've taken a picture of Paul, like I said, and so I have both of my, my old phone and my new phone here. And what happens with Chirp is it's all about audio. So when I push send, any device in the area, I'm hoping, including Paul's, that hears the sound will then get what I'm posting. So okay. I don't know if it was able to hear it, so you might need oh, to do yeah, it Oh, yeah, I might do it again by the speaker or by the computer instead of my mic. There you go. It definitely got it. So, yeah, I don't know. If, it's downloading the image. I don't know if people heard that sound because it's so minute, but what I think is cool is you can transfer files with, uh, you know... Dropbox and get to see the stupid little loading bar icon, but this—I mean—you can transfer files with an Astromet Droid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the sound it makes is really exactly. badass. So I'm like, that's cool. It's just sound, and then all of a sudden, now Paul has a picture of himself. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a bummer that it has to—the app has to be open and monitoring. But I mean, that's right. It seems to me slightly more secure than NFC being on all the time or whatever Apple's version of that is where you can right, bump each right. other or whatever. Bluetooth low energy. Yeah. Uh, airdrop. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just like it. I mean, that little sound thing. I saw it on the Life Hacker podcast, actually, and I was like, that's too cool. It is cool. It's it kind is of a, cool. It's a, a unique uh, idea. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, if that's um, 
I mean, that the original time you played it will be probably clear enough in the podcast that other people who end yeah. up listening to the podcast will be able to, um, you know, go back and play that back. Now, it might be a little interesting because they'll have to play it back on a device separate from the device that they are using to listen with Chirp, or they <laughs> right. have to put it into speaker mode and then switch to Chirp. I don't know. That might be interesting, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, uh, I just thought, wow, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you it know, is. it's it's something easy that you could tell. It's Android and iPhone, so you can just say, you know, you have pictures of your daughters that your mom wants on her phone. You know, it's a yeah. lot easier than <laughs> trying to share a Dropbox folder with her or set right. up some kind of transfer because, I mean, it's open. So, like you just said, anybody who listens to the podcast now has a picture of you. But, uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, now I'm a creeper and I just walk around the streets all day of Canada with my app open in case I intercept someone's little chirp. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> This conversation may be chirped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if it would actually work over the speakers, so that was cool. Yeah, that is. That it's that was neat. I imagine that it's kind of it's like uh, well, it's very much an audio view version of a QR code, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's probably a decent amount of um uh error correction and things like that. Like it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be precise. It just needs to be like within eighty percent of the original sound or something like that, and it's gonna it's gonna probably find what you need. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I I think um, one of those apps that are really popular already, or maybe not anymore because time kills everything. But uh, um, those apps that uh, tell you uh, what song you're listening to. Um, yeah, yeah, the Shazams, Shazam of the world. One of yeah. those Shazam actually did that for a while. I think they were trying to. So, like, you'd see a TV commercial, and there'd be a Shazam logo in the commercial, and they're like, oh, right. "Start your app <laughs> right. to get like a, a special Shazam offer." Hashtag, yeah, right. So, <clears throat> yeah, I just thought that was kind of fun. I was like, oh, "Yeah, that is going to try it out." Yeah. Yeah, so I gotta. I'm hoping that that Tryon gets updated somewhat soon. Um, although I know that there's, I'm sure that um, Cupcake probably works nicely. Um, maybe I'm. I haven't. Uh, maybe I'm being a little optimistic, but I, I would think it's fairly okay, responsive-ish, maybe. Yeah, um, I haven't. I was gonna say I haven't used it on my phone because I was using a different app there. Is not yet updated either, but uh, <laughs> but when I loaded it on the tablet, it came up with a different interface than the website. So they must, uh, okay. they do have a mobile interface, and uh, so I actually haven't uh, used it on my phone, but I have on the tablet, and so they just sort of have a mobile, like they put the menu on the top or something like that, make it streamlined. Yeah, yeah, it looks. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it is. It's responsive. It's nice. It works. I haven't actually logged in on it, uh, but I can see my timeline O tweets. That's cool. 
Oh, yeah, there you are. I found you. Yep. I'm I'm always surprised when I go to add my avatar and then I go into my documents folder and there's that one that, that Tina drew of me and I'm like, oh, I saved that somewhere where I'll always find it because every time <laughs> I need it, I always find it within like five seconds. <laughs> nice. One of the rare times that I'm very happy with past me for the decisions I've made for once. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I always think like I'm smart like that. And then I go and I'm like, where is that folder? Oh, right. I've done a fresh install because I think I'm also smart for doing that. So that oh, right. folder's exactly. now in an archive exactly. somewhere yeah. because I was then, after a while, oh, I, have, I just stopped redoing like document folders. I'll just get them when I need them. Then it won't be so cluttered. Right, right. Oh, there's no way I can reproduce that set of files because I had, I at the time that I created them, I was using some crazy file tagging uh, <laughs> metadata piece of software that no longer exists and isn't on my computer. <laughs> oh, so, so those true. 30 files are everywhere and yeah. nowhere. <clears throat> I was just working on my reel because I need employment and there's a yeah, couple there you of, go. couple of clips that I found that I was like, "Oh, I wish I had those files there in a drive back at work." Like I just oh, have the output yeah. and um I was like, "Uh, eh, I could probably ask, but then I was like, well, I'll just figure some other way to edit this in. <laughs> or not use it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I do actually use Dropbox quite frequently for transferring for transferring stuff. I'm I think it's one of those like iCloud is iCloud is okay, but every app that uses it is its own silo. It's not a, it's not like a file system where I can just go in and like, oh, give me that photo off of iCloud. Um, it's more like, oh, maybe I could get that photo if it's still in my camera roll or if it's in my photo stream, but otherwise I need some other way to access that. And Dropbox seems to be kind of the universal, like <clears throat> most apps are integrated, integrating with it. Um, and so it's sort of a, go-to file system of sorts. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, actually, um, <clears throat> somebody who already said hi to you on uh, Cupcake, uh, Mr. Not Jacob Cook, I think that's mm-hmm. his clever name because he uh, had his own tent server set up and then that all got broke at the update. So <laughs> <laughs> this is not him. But this is not him. He's yeah. actually working on, uh, I may or may not have talked about it, um, Arc OS, which is a whole like install, I believe, of Linux that he's creating to sort of set up your own personal, uh, I wouldn't say like he's trying to compete with Dropbox, but he's just trying to set up your own personal cloud. Like literally uh, your own okay. personal cloud is what this operating system is about, if I understand it correctly. So it's not like you you know, using Amazon space or someone else's, this is your server, right? You're in control of it. It's your private information and that's where he's coming from. So I'm really, I'm really interested to see how it uh, works out. I think there's, I think his initial goal is to get it to work well on the Raspberry Pi, but there's some issues at hand, I believe. But, uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, for $35, buy yourself a Raspberry Pi and have your own server. That'd be pretty slick. That would be slick. 
Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the um, transporter, file transporter at all or heard of that? It's a, um, I think it started as a Kickstarter, if I remember right, or something along those lines. But but it is a real product now um, that has shipped and you can buy one and order one. Um, It's it's more expensive than that. It's like, I think they start at 200 bucks and the one that you get for 200 bucks, you have to put your own drive into. So then they have a one terabyte and a two terabyte model that are like a hundred dollars increments beyond that sort of like how every doubling of space on the iPhone is a hundred bucks. It's the same kind of thing. <laughs> like <laughs> here's a, here's a terabyte for a hundred bucks. So, um, but it is the, it's sort of that concept. I mean, it really is. I, when I look at it, it really is sort of Dropbox, but it's, um, your own drive and you stick it on your network and then you can give individuals access to it if you want to, but they also have a, you know, similar to there's the Dropbox app, which will synchronize that folder. There's also a transporter app, which will, you can synchronize a folder, but you can also have things that are network only. So these are things that live only on the transporter versus things that are sort of synced between your machine and the transporter at the same time. And then there, they also have um, some interesting features in terms of um, redundancy. So you can you can share a folder with somebody who also has a transporter, and the two transporters will keep that folder in sync. Um, or you can do that with an entire transporter. So I could have one at work and one at home. And if I was backing up files to it, it would be backed up in both places. Um, wow. And then I think you can share folders with people who do not have transporters as well. And it behaves sort of like the Dropbox variation where um, it just syncs that folder onto their computer and they can sync stuff into that folder and that folder alone on your transporter, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I, um, <clears throat> I can't decide if I would buy one and then name it. Jason Statham, or if I would demand them to make Jason Statham their logo before I purchased one. <laughs> just just print out a picture of him and tape it to the side <laughs> with an angry face. Yes, he's the transporter. Or, yeah, he's the transporter. <laughs> For a long time, I looked at the cover of that movie. I don't own it yet. Um I actually haven't seen it yet, um, but I looked at the cover of that movie and thought that it said Train Spotter. Almost every time I looked at it, I looked at it and I was like, Train Spotter? What's so exciting about that? <laughs> you never know where it'll be. <laughs> if only the there was some spotter. defining character of a train to tell us where it would go and come from. <laughs> but I don't know, so we need a spotter. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He just watches over a shipyard. My my name is Sir Topham Hat. Um, I'm the train spotter. Nice. So, uh, besides being long winded, which I had always hoped like Twitter would cure me of with the 140 characters thing, but. uh, Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. I always feel the necessity to over-explain things. So I'm bad at giving directions to people, but uh, (laughs) 
So that's certainly one reason why our podcast ends up being super long. But I decided today while listening to uh, car talk as I was making dinner, um, we, we we have to work on an ending of some kind, some for one of these episodes, I think, you know, like the car talk guys yeah. have the whole, like, don't drive like my brother thing. And Bob Parker <laughs> yes. has like, you know, yeah. make sure your pets are spayed and neutered. <laughs> um, maybe I could just list Canadians. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex Trebek, Does Drew Corey Carey Hart. do that at the end of the prices right now that he's taken over there? I was wondering that. And I think I used to know the answer to this, but I certainly don't anymore. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea either. It's been a very long time since I've watched The Price is Right, even with Drew Carey on it. Yep. In fact, I don't... I think he's still the host of it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. So we we need some sort of, like, wacky sign-off. Like, I'll be seeing you with my pants. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to get pants in there. (laughs) Right. That's saucy. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Walk away. (laughs) <laughs> Walk away. Drop the mic. <laughs> we need the steps. Yeah, he's walking away. <laughs> Which leads us back to like our first uh, episode where we talked about really poor Foley. <laughs> yes, exactly. Step, 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 step. He's walking away from the microphone. Step, step. <laughs> the worst rustling, like, rustling of a sweater. That was like a really bad, bad joke this time. It was funnier the first time. The only time it was the only reason it was funny this time was because Paul was pantomiming someone stepping in. You guys couldn't see that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you might hear it in the vibration of the mic, though. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you said like after a half hour, you should just cut it mid sentence. <laughs> right. Right. I was gonna just stop talking when I did that, but uh, <laughs> I decided not to. But he, they ended the word with ass. I don't know if he's going to say assume or asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think he meant asymmetrical. <laughs> no, he was just mispronouncing Einsteinian again. Oh, no. Yeah. But then I was thinking, uh, or maybe I said this before because I am old and I repeat myself, uh, that we should just, you should cut us off at a half hour and then officially be like, it's now the after show. <laughs> we can have talking Montreal sauce and we'll have Chris Cardwick come on with us. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> so you guys were talking Perfect. about the boxes in the room. I'm fascinated by this. What are right. in the boxes, Paul? Right. Oh boy. I don't even know. <laughs> there's a poster. I see a poster. There is a poster. Um, there's actually a, uh, I'm looking at a, um, uh Star Trek First Contact um poster, which is awesome. Um <laughs> I think that's the only movie poster that I have. Um Yeah, there's the other poster I think is a poster of guitar chords, um, which is uh my way of um learning more car- more chords than the like six that I know is just to have a poster on the wall. And then hope that over time, like those Osmosis. things, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just kind of seep into my brain slowly. Oh, yes. A minus seventh. I can do that. No problem. <laughs> oh, you need a diminished. Nope. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> 
Wow, things I'm learning. I didn't know you were into guitar. Yeah, I play the guitar. Wow. I'll bring I'll bring that out for that. The I would grab it and start uh, you know, strumming something out um uh, for you, but it has been so long since I've played it that I am certain that it would be horrendously out of tune if I tried to just pick it up and and go with it right now. Right, the guitar, not you. The guitar would be out of tune. The guitar would be out of tune. Yes, exactly. You would play flawless. I would play I it would be like uh Stairway to Heaven but played in heaven is how <laughs> I would play it. <laughs> Stairway Where, to Heaven squared. There of course they call it Stairway to Here. Oh. So. <laughs> That's way better than my squared joke. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> Jim get on that. Jim Edit, edit that out. Ooh, imaginary editor. I like this guy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll name him Jim. We've convinced <laughs> someone that there's another th- a third person part of the podcast. And we can right. blame things on right. him. Yeah, exactly. And can you and can you bring me some uh, coffee, too? We're getting a little... <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I agree. We need some kind of a signature sign-off of some kind. Yeah, that's about as far as I got, and then the creativity just... <laughs> <laughs> right. That's like my life story, and, and I'm totally my mother's son because she's always got these like crazy ideas. Oops, she's a listener. Was a listener. Was a listener. <laughs> she's always got these... Stop listening after uh, How Dutch Is Your Mom? Yeah. Crazy ideas about inventions and things people should do, and that's about as far as I can get. You know, I come up with the "Hey, we should edit Christopher uh, Lloyd together from Star Trek and Back to the Future," but I'm not going to sit down and do that. That should totally happen. <laughs> it still needs to happen. I want it to. I just need a copy of the movie. <laughs> Which one? The Star, Star Trek Three, I assume. Yeah. yeah. My issue, of course, not is- having Back to the Future would be silly. I know. I actually I should send you my Back to the Future if you don't have it if that was your admission of guilt. No, I do I do have uh Back to the Future Star Trek 3 theoretically I own, but the actual right. physical location of the Blu-ray disc is unknown at this time due to children. Which is funny because the Star Trek 3 is the search for Spock. <laughs> so <laughs> for me to find the Blu-ray, I would have to start the search for the search for Spock. <laughs> If I were you, Paul, and and you were looking for this disc, I would start in the Genesis bedroom. (laughs) Perfect. That could be where the disc is. (laughs) I had some colorful metaphors for that joke, but that'd be the next movie, so I didn't say them. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I realized that I was so happy and excited to buy like the Black to the Future on Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you say Black to the Future? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Mar, we got to go back. <laughs> what you talking about, Doc? Wow, I just like went over the line. Uh. Mm. Lay DeLorean with cheese. <laughs> that was all. That was all I. <laughs> no, that's Samuel Samuel L. Jackson as 
Doc instead of Christopher Lloyd. I like it. Uh, it would be great. I wish I had a Samuel L. Jackson impression now. <laughs> that is one that I do not have. <laughs> All you have to do is say the F and- word a couple times. You're done. <laughs> Oh man. Um, let's see. Signature sign off. Signature sign off. I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at all of the icons on my desktop, thinking like can I come up with anything funny based on anything that I see here? And I cannot. Because it's all <laughs> just work stuff. <laughs> Echo client select. Okay. My signature sign off, <laughs> I've got it, it's gonna be really lame. I'm just going to randomly, like, I'm just going to play the chirp sound. That's going to be my sign-off. And then, like, if people really want to know, they'll have to, like, turn on their apps, and then they'll get, like, some random link from me or a picture. (laughs) That's actually, I like that. That's actually a great idea. (laughs) Just a random sign-off, like, what did he do? Maybe we should make that... um, because what I I didn't do this with the second episode because I felt like I had gone way too long in editing it anyway, so I just exported it and published it. But um, what I what I want to do is like find a moment out of the out of the podcast and then put it at the beginning and then have a cue and maybe maybe we should do the chirp thing as the cue at the beginning, so you can you'll have a little you know I don't want to know his name. I just, I'm out of here. And then chirp sound. <laughs> you won't even attempt, out of total respect for the man, you won't even attempt a Samuel L. Jackson impersonation. But me, you're just like, <laughs> chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> a jello oh. pudding pop. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, then you would hear the chirp sound, and the chirp sound could be a great link to a teaser link to something that's going to be in the episode later on. Huh? Huh? I get it. I like that's this. cool. And then we could, uh, and then you could end on a on a different chirp or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I just like using chirp in sentences. And who knew you could have so much fun? I'm going to end on a different chirp. Yeah. So uh, so the way this is going to go, this is how we're going to roll the open. Um, uh, we're going to start with we're going to start with the teaser, and then there's going to be a uh, chirp, and then um, we'll have uh, like two hours of podcast, and then uh, chirp, chirp. Page two. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trip has a camera. And that's how I took that picture. And I'm noticing, at least on my phone, Chirp is like, you know what? Uh, did you want the camera to have any functionality? Because it doesn't. <laughs> did, you, did you want me to focus on something? Because I'm probably not going to. <laughs> but I like the app. No the flash is on auto. I hope you like it on auto. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've just decided that my Apple Cinema display, I'm sorry, I'm such an Apple hater. 
but it's just very fuzzy. Doesn't <laughs> want to take a good picture. Ah. Uh, sigh. Sigh. <laughs> Personal inappropriate foley. Sigh. <laughs> It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't have to at this point, though, either. Yeah, who's listening? Our government shut down, so government. nothing's nothing nothing's going to come of this anyway, right? Canada has a government, but they're really concerned about a specific line in their uh, their uh, national song because it says "all our sons," and they want to say "all of us" because it excludes women. Oh, all of us instead of all our sons. Yeah, which I guess it used to say all of us if the news report was correct. And then oh. when World War II came along, they said all our sons. Okay. Because they were concerned. Because they about were the, off yeah. fighting. Sure. So now they went. And then all our sons stuck for some reason. Yeah. <clears throat> and so now they're debating it but of course just like any other political system there are those they're like we can't change the song it's our national song even though it has been changed once right but, right uh, okay well we we changed it that first time <laughs> <laughs> i'm even more conservative than you because i want to change it back to what it was originally <laughs> exactly oh yeah well i'm more conservative than you because i want to become a colony of britain again doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Nice. Now it's time for the Montreal sauce filler episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, cool. Well, I mean, we're at an hour 32 on mine. So we certainly have an episode length thing here to move out with. I'm good with that. Cool. I'm, cool. I was going to really put together a chirp, but uh, it's uploading the picture. I think it's stuck. Ah, uh, okay. I did take it with a different app, so I bet it's a much larger picture. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it? Ooh. Nice. <clears throat> that's that's my new ending for every show is the chirp and then I go, ooh. <laughs> for no ooh. reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like what you see there. <laughs> I'm going to go, ooh. And then you're going to go, is that Montreal sauce? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I corrupt. Perfect. I corrupt everything that's good. It's horrible. <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't get um like <laughs> we didn't we didn't dive down the deep um you know NSA slash government shutdown slash uh <laughs> right. political discussion this time around, which is probably makes for a better show. Right. I think this was a um not that I don't like talking about that stuff because it's fun, but uh <laughs> <laughs> a political view right uh but i do like talking about all the tv stuff avengers or agents of shield it just i don't know 
felt like it could have been so much better. But I will spoil it for you because the internet has spoiled it. But in the second episode, we do get to see Samuel L. Jackson. Ah, nice. So all of my complaints earlier are completely wrong because obviously there are going to have major characters on there. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly for like five seconds to yell at Agent Coulson. Yeah, right. To yell at Agent Coulson. And then be like, by the way, there's a big secret about your returning from the dead that I'm not supposed to tell you. Bye. So, yeah. So wait a second. Uh, we're supposed to be signing off, but uh, <laughs> at what point does it become less expensive and perhaps a better idea <laughs> to buy footage from something else that someone has been in? So why don't we just get, we can't afford to have Tony Stark or Iron Man show up in the show. Sure. So let's pay for the rights or maybe... We already have the rights because we've aired the movie. Mm. We'll just show a clip of Robert Downey Jr. from Weird Science saying something. (laughs) 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 That would be great. Someone like turns in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and says something to him and then he replies as his (laughs) character from Weird Science (laughs) in a mall. What do you mean, you people? (laughs) What do you mean, you people? It was either that or Chaplin, but I thought that would be stretch. Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you can't change into Iron Man right now? He's just like bobbling his head, <laughs> swinging his cane around. <laughs> <clears throat> Stop making fun of Hitler. <laughs> Finally, the Hitler joke. Now we can sign off. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. <laughs> We've now lost whatever internet argument that we were making. The Hitler joke landed. We're done. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thanks again. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. You too. Um, I think we'll try to get on a every other week schedule if we can. So Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Enjoy uh, Cupcake because they're a bunch of developers and I already see they're talking to you in those words and I'm always like the guy posting the joke like, ah. <laughs> Everyone else is like, I don't understand. I saw you, you had asked something about a bootstrap um, or not necessarily bootstrap but mentioning bootstrap and uh, <laughs> you got a reply that was like literally code. <laughs> yeah. Here's some CSS to put in your header. Yep. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, that was awesome. And then all of a yeah. sudden it uh, boiled down to a conversation of bumblebees. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. By the way, guys, uh, so if you're the cupcake folks and you're listening to this, because I'm sure uh, all of you uh, have tuned in for the full hour and 37 <laughs> or whatever this is now is becoming, uh, <clears throat> when I do the voices, uh, I am, I, I am, I'm, gently poking fun i i don't want nerds to think i'm doing a nerd voice that is meant to be like angry or i don't know how to phrase this correctly it's in fun because i am a nerd myself uh and so i hope get out the i get out the jimmy fallon um move kind of voice every once in a while i i've tripped a picture of you it's all set 
They know oh, you're perfect. a nerd. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they realize that I'm a nerd. That poster thing does look weird in the background, though, doesn't it? It looks like a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. I, I never noticed it, but I think that was because your melon was in the way. But uh, Yeah, yeah. But, I uh, moved around a little bit here and there, but yeah. There looks to be like someone had taken one of those like I have a wrapping paper tube and then beaten someone with it and put it there too. It's like one of those <laughs> like rolled tubes that has now come unrolled. Yes, I didn't notice that. Kind before. of take, been taken apart a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Art project. That's right. That's right. This actually is an art prize entry. Or, uh, it or doesn't that... get a lot of traffic because it's completely outside of the uh, area of walking. <laughs> It's uh, I now that I know you and he is a nerd. I'm verifying this. I'm assuming that since this is a dilapidated cardboard tube, that at one time it was a lightsaber. <laughs> it it could have been. That's why it's all beat up. Yeah, it's possible. You probably had a green dot on there, and you were making your own lightsaber film, like everyone else on the internet back in the '90s. Oh, definitely, definitely, I was doing that. Um, actually I will have to, I'll have to track it down at some point because I, I have, um, in my ongoing experiments with media, um, I did a public access TV show at one time that was called, um, the nightly news with Paul DeLue. I think you've seen the original theme at some point, the original yeah. theme song. And it was nothing but a shameless ripoff of um, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, as you can infer from the name, The Nightly News with Paul DeLue. Although it was not even close to nightly, um, because there's no way that I could have pulled that off. Um, (laughs) In fact, it was maybe monthly, barely monthly, probably. Um, But I had one episode where um, the TV station had uh, finally gotten its first digital editing workstation. And so the first two episodes that I did were actually cut together on uh, A, B roll, tape to tape, manual ins and outs. So I have some editing cred there, uh, editing together SVHS tapes. Um, The the third and final episode, I didn't didn't think it was going to be final at the time that I made it, but (laughs) the level of work that I put into it made it the final one. Um, (laughs) Was done. (laughs) Was done on... uh, That's how I feel about my marriages. Go. (laughs) (laughs) That's this is where we need the bell. Ding. Uh, That's perfect. Uh, (laughs) Nothing quite work. That was way better. I was trying to use my wedding ring, which was even more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. but anyway, this was the first one that was it was recorded to uh, Mini DV, and then it was edited in uh, Final Cut Pro, which at the time was Final Cut three two. <laughs> I think it may have been two um, on OS nine, <laughs> not even OS ten yet. Um, and uh, my way, they didn't have After Effects, and uh, I had one sketch which was um, the Australian Outback guy. This was before, um, what's his name? I can't remember. 
the Australian uh, oh, yeah, nature Steve, show guy. Uh, Steve something, right? Steve Irwin. Uh, Bushimi? Yes. Steve Bushimi? <laughs> Steve Bushimi. <laughs> now no, I, no, I want a picture of Steve Ir- Irwin with Steve Bushimi eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, terrible. No. That's that's awful. Steve Irwin. Uh, it would be awful if there was a mantis. Rest in peace. In his chest when that picture. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Too soon. Uh, let's go back to the Hitler jokes. Yeah. Those were, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, so my way of oh so I I had the character was he's an Australian outback guy but the 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 theme or the uh the the thing that he was doing regularly on the show was going to locations in Star Wars and hunting um creatures from the Star Wars universe. And so in this case he was um and he was always getting it wrong too. So he he was hunting for uh wampas <laughs> but he was hunting for wampas in the forests of Endor. Um which of course wampas live on hoth so that's just wrong ridiculous so if you've made the cognitive all of the cognitive leaps there to actually put together that he's looking for wampas on endor uh and that's incorrect and also he's a australian outback guy who's dressed like indiana jones um and then i had him cuz why not uh the way he's hunting the wampa is of course with a lightsaber <laughs> which was just a total totally an excuse to do a, a lightsaber scene and uh um i had did not have a, after effects to work with which would be like the smart way to do it um so instead i used a um they're still in well they're i don't know if they're in final cut x i imagine they probably are somewhere with a plug-in or something but um in in the Final Cut Classic, we'll call it. You could do a generator, <laughs> and I did a generator of a gradient um, that was like the color of the lightsaber to white to the color of the lightsaber. And I did motion keyframing animations of that generator on top of where the where the thing was. And it worked okay. I mean, it was... <clears throat> It was fine. It could have. It didn't have the flicker of a lightsaber, but it was for the ten seconds that I could tolerate animating that in Final Cut Pro. Um, right. It, it worked for the joke. Yeah, I was um, going to say that's why it was your last episode. I understand now. That was That'd probably a lot why it was work. my last episode. Yeah. Um, that's like a project we worked on together at work where they were like, here's a dress we want our character to wear. Film it. <laughs> oh, by the way, we want the dress to be purple. What? The dress you sent us that's not purple. You want it to be purple. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You want to... Okay. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> Could you send us a purple How do we dress? Have to white, how do we have to white balance this camera so that the dress is pur- purple? <laughs> right. Granted, the sky will be blood red, but <laughs> the dress will be that purple. Fix the, that, that fits the book title. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I think we've I think we've um, passed our welcome at, the, <laughs> at this point. Yeah, we did. As I look at my SD card uh, that I filled up, um, I'm thinking. 
I wonder if any podcast uh, producers have ever done a commentary episode because wouldn't that be confusing you and i doing commentary on each other because then people would be like what is the real show and what is the commentary <laughs> right right <clears throat> we're gonna have to get our wives together to do commentary on one of our episodes i think that's a great idea i like it we that could be like episode four so <laughs> <laughs> episode four is not us it's our wives <laughs> listening to an episode and then commenting on it <laughs> and and probably getting about 45 minutes in and being like are, so are we done yeah we're done right. okay <laughs> i was thinking the same thing isn't this a commentary on episode three wasn't episode three like almost two hours long and we're done <laughs> i'm not sure if my wife's like embarrassed uh face would actually sound make any sound for a podcast <laughs> she usually just rolls her eyes and sort of gasps whenever i say things. sure sure she might get really excited when they talk when we talk about when they talk about when we talk about <laughs> Battlestar galactica though <laughs> oh it's uh an einsteinian uh time travel <laughs> right or other. there's a time dilation thing happening there yes so would my wife. She enjoyed Battlestar as well. All right. I think at some point we'll probably have to get a guest from uh, from Cupcake on, too. I agree. That might be fun. I was also going to suggest uh, both of us have been chatting a lot on uh, the Twitter with uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Hogan. I thought he yeah. would be an interesting guest. He would be a great guest. Can you do that with this uh, Skype business here? Can we do more than one? Yeah, okay. yeah, we could add in another one. I'm was, pretty sure. I was going to say I know the the Googs does that, but I wasn't sure if Skype did. I think I've you know I've done this with Skype, and I think what Skype does is like, hey guys, you you can have two. This is a long time ago, I guess, but they're like you can have two video callers, but the third one can only be audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, choose wisely. Choose. <laughs> <laughs> he chose poorly. <laughs> the third collar just withers into a skeleton and falls. <laughs> I'm going to spend my week looking for sound effect things now. There you go. That's a good idea. For the zingers. I was thinking we should have, yeah, maybe one of one of the two of us should have a soundboard going of some kind that we can just, you know overly radio effect this up yeah i I thought about doing that i I have to figure out uh what's the deal with my uh uh issue with uh hooking this up and making it my sound card because then i would have an input to do that with oh there you go otherwise uh i just thought when i said we need sound effects they would be completely wrong, but uh, I do have that beatbox thing that uh, you might still have to. <laughs> I do have that somewhere. <laughs> that would be great. I have a second input on this thing that I could use. Stylophone. Oh, yeah. yeah, so do I. It just wouldn't. That's the problem is that you wouldn't hear it because I'm recording separately from my class. You're like, you're like, I don't know. Right. I just keep doing it to you. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. When Jim's editing, some he'd kind be of like, what's going that, on? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Jim will be totally confused. You got to shut us down, Jim. It's been long enough. No one wants to hear us anymore. <laughs> That's right. Put the chirp in. <laughs> Maybe that's what it should be. I'll say put the chirp in and then I'll ins- <laughs> That's perfect. I've got to have that on hand now though. I got to be ready. <laughs> That's right. I have to That's set right. up my old phone with chirp and stuff just to get ready. Anytime you say it, you could <laughs> yeah. spring it on me any second. That's right. <laughs> That's right. This is your 10 minute chirp warning, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minute chirp warning. <laughs> Perfect. Well, no, we've made it. Uh, we made it to the big time when the 10 minute chirp warning can be done by a celebrity voice, Roddenberry's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> that's that's my new goal. This is your ten minute chirp warming, gentlemen. That's my new goal for the uh, the Montreal sauce uh, shows. I'm just gonna just drop names whenever I can to see if Paul can do the voice. Because it's more fun <laughs> if he can't, right? <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever you say, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Something from that popular movie. (laughs) (laughs) It'll just be my default response. (laughs) That's when you'll have your soundboard just playing something like the same thing over and over. (laughs) Right. All right. We'll call it good. All right. All right. Excellent. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good evening. You too. See ya. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)